Hey everyone, welcome back to Bible Q&A. This is another episode of the Who is God series. It's part 13 actually. And we are going to be talking about how God Almighty has a long memory. The memory we as human beings have today is one of God's many amazing attributes that he gave to man on the day of creation. As the psalmist said, He that planted the ear, shall he not hear? He that formed the eye, shall he not see? If we read Psalm 94 verse 9. But the memory of God is special in that he tends to remember things for a very long time. In other words, the God we serve does not forget things very easily. This is a huge benefit to us if we serve him faithfully, but it can also mean the opposite if we disappoint him by the way we live our lives. When God Almighty was speaking to Moses on Mount Sinai, one of the things he told him was that he doesn't tend to forget things, especially the iniquities of those who hate him. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them, for I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and shewing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. If we read Exodus chapter 20, verses 5 and 6. That reference to the fact that he visits iniquities to the third and fourth generation shows that he has a long memory to remember for that long. To give you an example, there was a time when the Amalekites came up against the feeble ones who were at the rear of the Israelite camp and killed them in Exodus chapter 17 verses 8 to 16. Because of the way they felt they could take advantage of the weakness of some of God's people to destroy them, God got very angry at them and he swore to wipe them off the face of the earth. As they were to enter the promised land, Moses reminded them of that event. Remember what Amalek did unto thee by the way when you were come forth out of Egypt, how he met thee by the way, and smote the hindmost of thee, even all that were feeble behind thee when thou wast faint and weary, and he feared not God. Therefore it shall be, when the Lord thy God hath given thee rest from all thine enemies round about, in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance to possess it, that thou shalt blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven, thou shalt not forget it. If we read Deuteronomy chapter 25, verses 17 to 19. Hundreds of years later, when Saul was now king of Israel, God Almighty still remembered that event, and he told King Saul to destroy all the Amalekites and everything that belonged to them. If we read for Samuel chapter 15, verses 1 to 3. In other words, anytime God looked at them, he always remembered that iniquity that they committed hundreds of years back, and he wanted to see them gone. With this same logic, we can also understand why God Almighty felt so disappointed with the backsliding of his people. If we read Ezekiel chapter 16 verses 8 to 14, we can see just how much God invested in them. He delivered them from Egyptian bondage, used all kinds of miracles to protect them in the wilderness, and gave them laws and ordinances concerning holiness and righteousness that set them apart from all the nations around them as Moses told them in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 5 to 8. In the Ezekiel account, they were described as ornaments, bracelets, and jewels that he decorated them with. And throughout that time, his people trusted in their God, the Holy One of Israel, and relied on him for everything, making God Almighty their protector, provider, and shepherd. Those were the good times. But when the Israelites thought they were smart and that they could do without God, they began to worship other gods, casting all God's holy laws aside, and started looking around to other nations, seeing what they were doing so that they could copy them. God hated it so much because he remembered the time when it was not so, 
and they were righteous. If we read Jeremiah chapter 2 verses 2 and 3, we can see God recounting those experiences. Go and cry in the ears of Jerusalem, saying, Thus saith the Lord, I remember thee, the kindness of thy youth, the love of thine espousals, when thou wentest after me in the wilderness, in a land thou was not sown. Israel was holiness unto the Lord, and the firstfruits of his increase, all that devour him shall offend. Evil shall come upon them, said the Lord. It was because of God's long memory of those events that he got angry, angry enough to see them being taken away into a foreign land by the Babylonians, who were not righteous people. In the New Testament, we find the same thing. In Matthew chapter 23, verses 34 to 36, Jesus Christ, in judging the Pharisees, told them that God Almighty remembered all the iniquities that were committed from the time of Abel, the son of the very first man, right down to their own, and they would be punished for all of it. Wherefore, behold, I send unto you prophets and wise men and scribes, and some of them ye shall kill and crucify, and some of them ye shall scourge in your synagogues, and persecute them from city to city, that upon you may come all the righteous blood shed upon the earth, from the blood of righteous Abel unto the blood of Zechariah son of Berechias, whom ye slew between the temple and the altar. Verily I say unto you, all these things shall come upon this generation. Now, it might not be psychologically beneficial to think about God in this light as someone who doesn't forget the iniquities of those who hate him, but for the sake of understanding our Creator, it's important that we can get a sense of the implications that come from God having a long memory. But let's round up with the positive side, because if we do what is right before God, he will also not forget. As the writer of the Hebrew account stated, For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have shewed toward his name, in that ye have ministered to the saints, and do minister. If we read Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10. For example, despite all the iniquities Israel committed in the wilderness, God Almighty spared them, because he remembered the promise he made to Abraham, and the faith Abraham had in it, demonstrated by his righteous way of life. He told the Israelites in Deuteronomy chapter 7 verses 7 to 9 that when people do well, as Abraham had done, he tends to be faithful to them and have mercy. The Lord did not set his love upon you nor choose you because ye were more in number than any people, for ye were the fewest of all people. But because the Lord loved you, and because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers, how the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh king of Egypt. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him, and keepeth commandments to a thousand generations. At different times, God also spared Judah, because he didn't forget all the good things David did during his lifetime. If you read First Kings chapter 11 verse 36, Second Kings chapter 8 verse 19, and Isaiah chapter 37 verse 35. And the Bible also told us that if we serve God faithfully in this world, then he will keep us in what is called the book of life. If you read Philippians chapter 4 verse 3, Revelation chapter 3 verse 5, and chapter 21 verse 27. The book of life in this case is not a physical book. Rather, it is the eternal memory of God, which by his grace, if we do his will in this world, he will put us in, so that in the world to come, we will be resurrected and inherit the eternal life on earth. And I think that is where we can stop on talking about how God Almighty has a long memory. It's one of those great things God Almighty can help us to understand if we study the scriptures, especially the stories where we look at how God Almighty acted toward his enemies and toward his friends. Have a great day and God bless you. Oh, one more thing. 
Like what you heard today? Share your thoughts by using the link https colon double slash anchor dot fm slash bible q and a one slash message. Once again, that's https colon double slash anchor dot fm slash bible q and a one slash message. Hope to hear your wonderful feedback. It might appear in an episode.